This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Recently, I encountered those that wish to deny the need for baptism. Their excuses range from varying aspects. However, when I confronted them with the word of Jesus Christ himself, I was bewildered by their rebuttal. First off, we show the verse that is the word of Jesus Christ. John 3, 5. Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Their excuse they used is that born of water is in reference to being born, period. The water of the womb. I did a thorough research upon this topic. First off, let's look at the word water. Water, it just means water. Plain and simple water. Now here is something that needs to be understood. During my research of this word in the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, these elements were found about this word. Number one, there was a strong emphasis on the fact that the world was destroyed in a flood. Number two, water is extremely valued in the Middle East. Number three, its main importance within the letters written by John was that of cleansing. In the several pages dedicated to the word water, covering its base meaning, its emphasis throughout the region, as well as how the Jewish people thought of it in the Old Testament and New, one thing never occurred, that of birth of a human child and the breaking of the water from the womb. Those that listen to this myth forget an important thing. 1 Corinthians 15, 50-30 Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be risen incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. With this first in mind, this completely negates those that say that water, referred to in John 3, is what happens to all humanity at the same time they enter this temporal realm of existence. The actual meaning has more to do with cleansing and the destruction of that which is evil from that which is able to become a vessel for the Holy Spirit, something that shouldn't be defiled, for it has been washed clean. Romans 12, 1-2 I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, 
which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is one of the main reasons why baptism is a requirement by Jesus Christ in John 3.5. Not only of the death and rebirth, but of physical and spiritual cleansing to allow the person the ability to be the vessel of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19-20 Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. This brings us to the baptism of Jesus Christ himself. For even though Jesus was born of a virgin and never committed any sin, his body was still corrupt, which required the need for a baptism, a cleansing. Matthew 3, 13-17 Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I will be pleased. Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. This statement is enough to verify what I stated before the verses describing Christ's baptism. This was only able to be accomplished through baptism. Note the next verse. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. In the King James Version, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight away out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lighting upon him. Straight away means at once, forthwith, immediately. Two things that need to be shown here. Number one, he came straight out of the water immediately. This shows full immersion baptism. Number two, he is cleansed and worthy to once again be filled with that which was originally his, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. This cleansing is a requirement to allow us to be the temple of the Holy Spirit, which fully explains the words of Jesus Christ himself in John 3.5. Earlier I read from Romans 12. I will restate it at this time 
because it shows the import of why we should fear to sin. I beseech thee therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Why are we commanded to behave in such a way? 1 Corinthians 3, 16-17 Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Due to our corruption, which was shown in 1 Corinthians 15, as staying that way until we go into the presence of Christ at the rapture, if we are so fortunate, we will still sin to some degree since we are not the one who was sinless. We should all strive to remove all sin from our lives as best we can through prayer, supplication, and study of the Word of God. Ever determined not to sin in any form. For when we do so, we desecrate a temple of the Holy Spirit. Out of fear of God, we should always steer away from sin as best we can. The thief upon the cross was not baptized, comes the excuses once again. How do you know this? There is nothing in the Bible that tells us the history of the thief. Here are factors that need to be considered. All agree that all three, Christ and the two thieves, were led to Golgotha. Christ was in the lead, the main person to be crucified that day. Blood still flowed from Christ onto the ground, and the two thieves walked through his blood. Something few even think about, but this is only a theory, and no more should be thought upon it, which I will explain why shortly. Then we have the story of Peter calling Jesus the Son of God. Matthew 16, 16-17 Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Could the thief have been so blessed? I have no true answer to this issue. What I know is that Jesus said, for this man for saying Christ was innocent, was welcomed in heaven. This is all that is important. Those that apply this to the baptism are more likely making excuses to sin than to follow Christ. Here I will leave this, for I am only striving to spread the true word of God, and that is all that is shown within the word. Any who wish to expand upon this or apply things not written within the Bible are making myths and fairy tales. 1 Timothy 4, 6-7 If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister for Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. 
but reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. 2 Timothy 4, 1-4 I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Those that say the water in John 3, 5 is a woman giving birth have created a fable, and those that believe and teach it should be turned away from, for they desire to live in the sins we are instructed to leave behind, defiling the temples of the Holy Spirit. Turn from sin and turn to God through Jesus Christ. If you have not been baptized, do so, and seek to end all sin within you as you live here on earth. Seek out full immersion baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And remember that once you do so, that once you entered into sin once again, which will occur, you defile the Holy Spirit and seek damnation if you do not repent of your sins. For Christ is soon to return, and time is running short. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all in Sell his empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus